This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Goes by the pseudonym Bo Snurdly. It's time for the soul of excellence. He is a radio host at 77 WABC here in New York. The Rush Hour is on the air. Rush, Rush. Now here's Bo Snurdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And here we are, it's Monday. It's time for the Bo Snurdly Arrest Hour here on WABC Talk Radio 77 in New York. If you'd like to be part of the program, 800-848-WABC is the number to call, 800-848-9222. All right, one question. Did you watch the Grammys? There is a lot of whining and moaning in certain communities. Well, because of the Grammys and who won, or rather who didn't win, what? Also, in the news, the big balloon is in the sea, and uh, there are people still grumbling about that and the handling of that. But they're building a wall in Washington again. Build that wall. Build that. They're building the wall around the Capitol. Because tomorrow is the State of the Union show. And so one thing Democrats love to do, they love building walls to protect themselves. Protect America, not so much. But to protect themselves and their own political interests, yep, they'll build a wall in a heartbeat. They're putting up a wall around the Capitol. There's new polling information out. You know that age-old question that Ronald Reagan asked, are you better off now than you were four years ago? Well, they've been as, people have been asking the question pollsters, and a record number of Americans, a record number of Americans say they are worse off today under Joe Biden. A record number say they are worse off now than before Joe Biden took office. What does that tell you? Also, we're going to run through some stories really quick because we are going to talk Grammys. In a short while, we will be speaking with journalist Peter Chauka. He watched the, he's a political journalist, but he loves music and he has been following music and the Grammys for a very long time. And we will get his thoughts on the Grammys. If you have any thoughts on what you saw, didn't see, Please feel free to call us, 800-848-WABC. Peter is, um, does a lot with American Thinker, among other things. So, looking forward to getting his thoughts. The founder of Black Lives Matter, Patrice Cullors, said that Joe Biden... Pete Buttigieg, and other officials of the Biden administration are cowards. 
for bending to political pre- uh, pressure and refusing, refusing to defund the police. Now, I don't know which one of her mansions she was at when she, if, if she was at one of her mansions when she made the statement. You know, this woman has become a real estate tycoon following all the feel sorry for investments that were made to Black Lives Matter after the year of the riots. But she's not happy. She's not happy that the police are still operational and haven't been defunded. There is a a funny story out there in California. I don't have it in front of me, the guy's name. He's one of these councilmen that's big on defunding the police. He has a very expensive car. And apparently over the weekend, he called the police asking could they provide extra patrols around his expensive car. Yeah. Mm Mm-hmm. As Biden prepares for his State of the Union show tomorrow, tensions with China, job gains, all of that takes center stage. So we shall see. I mean, are you going to watch? Are you watch? Do you watch the State of the Scott? You watch State of the Union? Uh, it depends on the mood I'm in. <laughs> you figure you're going to watch? Sometimes I do. Sometimes I don't. Well, I took probably not this one though, because everything seems uh, you know so dishonest that comes out of his mouth. There's really no point to subject myself to that, unless there's some sort of bingo game or drinking game involved. I see. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, are you watching State of the Union, uh, Jason? Uh, Jennifer, Jennifer, you're the producer. You're the big-time producer. Are you going to... Do you have a hot date tomorrow? No. Or are you watching State... Or is your hot date watching the State of the Union with someone special? No. I I, I probably will watch it, uh, or at least part of it. I, I For the past couple of years, I normally always do watch it. Because we're going to talk about it the next day. Mm. Yes. Well, good. I want you to take notes. And if anything, I need to talk about Uh-oh. because I may not watch it. Okay. I've seen so many of these. This used to be like almost a, almost, you know, there are certain political theater, election, state of the union. I would prepare for them like I was watching, you know, the big bowl game. Mm-hmm. And now I, I am barely interested at all. It's like really everything he said. Scott just said it. Everything he says is. If I'm into it, maybe I'll tweet about it. You know. Oh, okay, that's not, <laughs> now. See, that's always fun watching people tweet in real time. I love it. Okay, Jason, are you going to watch the State of the Union show? I'll watch. Yeah. Mm. You know, kind of so I can be informed, and also at the same time being able to send memes and uh, what do you call them, gifs or gifs back and forth with friends. So. More for entertainment purposes, probably. Aha, good. Well, they're not going to show you most likely. If anyone gets a good picture of the wall that they're building around the Capitol, please. Now, it's also going to be a show you know that the parents, which is sad of the man killed in Memphis, are going to be there. We're invited, but also the anti-cop Squad member Corey Bush has invited Michael Brown's father to Biden State of the Union. Anybody remember Michael Brown? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's what I thought. Anyway, he'll be there. Who was he? He deaded now. 
He was the one that was deaded. He was going after the cop's gun, and this was one of the ones with the original riots that back when. It's so many now that it's hard to keep track, right? Yeah. (laughs) There are stories in the press today about Kamala Harris and how she has failed to live up to people's expectations. Even her allies are doubting that she... They're tired of waiting for her to, quote-unquote, carve out a lane for herself and to be effective, et cetera, et cetera. There are also stories about Eric Adams. Ladies and gentlemen, you shall be glad to know that New York City Mayor Eric Adams has finally put the kibosh on the COVID vaccine mandate for New York City workers. He announced today that he's reversing a controversial vaccine mandate for city employees. 1,780 city employees have lost their jobs due to this unfair and, in my view, unconstitutional mandate. They have to beg to get their jobs back. They're not going to be, they have to get on, they have to grovel before Mayor Adams to get their jobs back. He's not just saying, okay, mandate's done, come back to work. New York City teachers, this story is at Fox News, fired over the COVID vaccine mandates are outraged that there has been no mandate at all for illegal immigrants. They call that move illegal, unethical, and insane. But there have also been no mandates for high-end sports players. He got rid of that. So that if you're a visiting sports player and you wanted to come to New York, yeah, you don't have to abide by the mandate. It's only for the peasants. So I guess people are supposed to get on their hands and knees and, and bow down and worship old Eric Adams because he finally lifted the mandate that was unfair and, in my view, unconstitutional to begin with. But again, if you work for the city and you're one of the almost 2,000 people he fired, you have to now beg him, beg to get your job back. Or beg the city. You may not have to beg him directly. Major polling back to the national scene suggests that support for Joe Biden is swiftly declining Only 22% of all voting-aged Americans say that Biden should run again. That's 7% lower than said he should run again in October of 2022. 62% of Americans, according to ABC News, Washington Post, 62% of Americans think Joe Biden has accomplished very little or nothing during his time in office. Okay, we got a break. When we come back, let's talk Grammys for a few minutes. Your telephone calls, welcome 800-848-WABC, 800-848-WABC. We're coming back right after this. This is The Rush Hour with Bose Nerdly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. 
James Golden, a.k.a. Bo Snerly, with you here on WABC. Time to talk Grammys. Ladies and gentlemen, with us is journalist Peter Chowka. How are you, Peter? I'm a little tired from the grueling night last night, James. You know, the Grammys were on CBS for almost four hours, and then here on the West Coast, they repeated the whole show Again, on many stations for a total of eight hours, and, and it was uh, it was grueling. And um, some of the acts caught viewers' attention in not in a good way. In fact, social media quickly blew up with clips from the show and comments about some of the performers. And for once, that was a positive thing about social media. For example, this is the most uh, prime example. There was uh, Sam Smith and a transgender person named Kim Petrus. Petrus was born he, but now uses the pronoun she. And they performed their award-winning number called Unholy. And hey, Peter, called, we're having a little bit of problem hearing you. It sounds like it's a little oh. bit muffled. Can I do this? Can is, we... is, that, is that any better? Yes, that's a lot better. Okay, well, shall I continue then? Okay. Yes, please do. This song, Unholy, uh, one article described it as a, literally a tribute to Satan. And, quote, you had LGBTQ plus transgenders, Satan, and women in cages being beaten with whips. And okay, so we had, a, wait a minute. Cut. Let me make sure I got this right. You had LGBTQ people, women in cages, being beaten with whips in this. Yes, that was tribute to satan that was this song that was how one article described it and i watched it and that's that's a vivid description but that's really what it was i mean there's clips all over the internet people can look for at these for themselves if they want to see it but uh it was blood red it was uh you know this this Pulsating music. Uh, this character, Sam Smith, who was one of the two singers, if I can call him that, in the song, had a hat on with devil horns coming out of it. And uh, I mean, I don't want to sound like a prude, but to me, this is not music. It's not music, you know? And well, you're not here, the only one. Look, Ted Cruz, among others, today is ripping it and and also you know cbs network put out a tweet before the show and the tweet says and i quote ready to worship in connection with this particular app so it's people saying well what what's going on here now we have a major network suggesting that they're into is that what they're saying that they're ready to worship satan and then we have this Satan-themed performance at the Grammys. Well, you have to take them at their word or at their tweet, and that's what they said. But, you know, the Grammys have been going downhill for years. It used to be a really, truly diverse program with all kinds of musical genres. And now the rap and hip-hop are the number one genre of, uh, if I can call it music, in the United States. Uh, the Grammys are reflecting that. In fact, last night's program was uh, to honor supposedly the 50th anniversary of hip-hop. So most of the acts, there were a few exceptions, but most of them were from the hip-hop rap uh, place. And, and, you know, the backstory here, James, is that after 65 years, 
The Grammy broadcast is on life support. Now, last night's ratings aren't in yet, but the last two years, they had the lowest ratings of all time, only around 8 million viewers, or about one out of 28 people in this country over the age of 12. Ten years ago, 28 28 million people were watching. So uh, I think that America is tuning out because it's all about rap and hip-hop. And then, you know, like some of the Super Bowl halftime shows, like one with Madonna, for example, they're, they have this satanic imagery, which uh, is is disgusting. It's sickening. And this is on in prime time on the CBS television network, which has been broadcasting it for 50 years now. Now, there's a lot of whining and moaning in other camps. Here is the Washington Post headline. Peter, Beyonce just made Grammy history. Why does it feel like she's still lost? Well, the long story short of it is that before the Grammys, there were news stories how almost threatening she better win album of the year. She better win album of the year. She didn't win album of the year. Now, Beyonce leaves the Grammys this year with a total of 32 Grammys. No other artist in history. And, I mean, we're talking about great artists of the past. None of them has achieved that level of success at the Grammys. And yet we are dealt today with carping that it is a racist, something racist happens because she did not win the album of the years. Instead, it went to Harry Styles, the former One Direction heartthrob, who the Washington Post says has since remade himself into America's leading glam pop lust object. They say there's no such thing as uh, best in music. They say that the perennial failure to celebrate black music at the height of its cultural relevance is what happened with Beyonce. They don't, she's at the height of her powers and they still won't give her, give her best album of the year. And, Although she is the most, has won more Grammys than any other artist in recording history, something's wrong with it. Also, another complainer was the guy, the the guy that beat up uh, Rihanna. Um, He was complaining because Rob Glasper won in that. He's, who's Rob Glasper? Blah, 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 blah. It's this low class, low rent. So this is what the Grammys have become. I gave up on the Grammys a long time ago. But you endured, yeah, you endured the whole thing. And then there was Madonna. Talk to us about Madonna for a moment. Well, she's a washed-up has-been, even though she's planning a new tour. She hasn't really had a decent album in 18 years, in my opinion. But, you know, just to mention Beyonce again, who went away angry and disappointed, as well as her fans, even though she is now the greatest uh, Grammy winner of all time for a solo performer. Trevor Nash, the host, uh, said something which uh, I think is telling. He said that Beyonce's album Renaissance, which did not win the album, he said Beyonce's album Renaissance is better than anything in the Renaissance, unquote. So that's the attitude of these people that... uh, past history of the Western world, including the sum total of the decades or centuries of the Renaissance, is is eclipsed and, and exceeded by Beyonce's latest album, 
renaissance. I mean, it's just unbelievable, unbelievable. You know, I've been a fan of popular music my whole life. I used to watch the Grammys and look forward to them for the performances, but it's just not the same, and it's not diverse. I mean, anybody who says it was racist, I'd say a vast majority of the people both performing and on camera were people of color. And, you know, the best period in my memory and how I sustained myself by listening to the music from when America was great during the last century was probably the late 50s and 1960s when you had black music, white music, sharing the mainstream top 40. You had primetime shows, afternoon shows like Dick Clark with black kids, white kids dancing together. And in my opinion, that truly diverse period in American popular music, uh, that really helped in the, at the height of the civil rights movement to, more than anything, maybe break down racial barriers in the young, upcoming generation. I'll never forget that. That was my feeling. That's the feeling of my contemporaries. And last night, I felt that if you were not uh, subscribing to the preeminence of hip-hop and rap and the kind of underlying uh, black power overtones, if I can say that, of the whole thing, then, uh, you know, you're, you're out of luck. It just uh, lacked true diversity, in my opinion, as a critic. Well, I think you've done a really good job as a critic and explaining how you, how you interpreted this year's Grammys. Now, Madonna is taking a lot of heat for, uh, of all things, her looks, which is unfortunate. Um, I hate to see people, you know, being uh, targeted because of their looks, but even... The, the press today, I mean, they're calling her unrecognizable, et cetera, et cetera. But as you point out, the Grammys is supposed to be about not your looks. It's supposed to be about your performance, your performance as right. an artist. And what we're supposed to see in the Grammys are the top of the musical performances. So let me just ask you a question. You already said that that, that it lacked the kind of diversity. Do you think at all that there in any way was some of the other music that is at the the top, the people in jazz, the people in classical, the people in, in all of these. Is there any, any hope that the Grammys will ever once again sort of represent for the world the best of American music? Well, only if, I, I would say only if the ratings continue to tank and they have to really uh, redo the show. I mean, classical music, you mentioned, that has been banned from the primetime Grammy show for years now, and it points to the death, if not the irrelevance, of most classical music. And, uh, you know, there was one highlight I thought which reminded me of, quote, the good old days when uh, Stevie Wonder and Smokey Robinson were on stage, and Smokey is 82 now, and among their Motown hits, they performed a bit of Smokey's 1970 hit, Tears of a Clown, which is such a fantastic song. And I think it was that song, among some of his others, that uh, inspired Bob Dylan to say Smokey Robinson was one of the greatest poets we had in the last century. But, oh, and, you know, I wanted to mention that CBS had to censor the closed captions. I had the closed captions on the TV so I could see these lyrics, which were often unintelligible. Probably because the N-word and God knows what else was in the lyrics, often the, uh, the uh, captions would just have dot, dot, dot. And also, in, occasionally, the sound went out totally. They were cutting the audio, probably to censor the lyrics. So uh, 
I would say this show has outlived its usefulness. It's no longer ready for prime time, and I hope they can seriously retool it if it's going to be on in the future. Well, I guess one crowd that must have been happy last night would be the Satanists because they actually got a apparently a worship show in prime time. So maybe somebody's happy. I think so. And they'll be sharing clips of that probably uh, in a positive way on their social media accounts. Peter, what a treat it is to have you. We have to have you back, Peter. Love talking with you. Love meeting you. Was, uh, I, I was inspired to, to give you a call based on your, um, your social media post on it. I said, wow, that sounds interesting, your take on it. So thank you so much. And please get some rest and recover from eight hours of Grammy watching. Thank you so much. It's a true pleasure uh, to talk with you today, and I would certainly welcome another opportunity when uh, that, that's a good time for you. Wonderful. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurly, folks, we're coming back. Your calls a part of the program, 800-848-WABC. What do you think about that, folks? CBS. Satan worship on the Grammys in prime time. Satan worship, for real. Not a dream, it happened. WABC Talk Radio 77, coming back right after this. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The Rush Hour is on the air. Attention Ditto Heads. Attention Bo Scouts. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. How sweet it is to be loved by you. James Taylor brings us back on WABC Talk Radio. How sweet it is to be loved 77 in New York. You know what? You can join the 77 WABC VIP Club. All you have to do is download the app or go to wabcradio.com slash VIP. Enter now for this week's 77 WABC VIP prize. And if you are looking to get into the business or maybe start your voiceover career or something like that, this could be your lucky break. Okay? Because this week's prize is work. You get a chance... To work with the best, to record a real 77 WABC script. Your voice, maybe. (laughs) All you have to do is join the 77 WABC radio family, as every week we're giving away prizes. Prizes include live event experiences, celebrity meet and greet, signed memorabilia, concert tickets, more. This week... A lucky 77WABC VIP member will be chosen to visit our studios here at 77WABC Radio and to record a WABC promo, your voice. Mm Mm-hmm. Put that in your portfolio. So, 
Go to 77WABC. Download the app. Go to WABCRadio.com slash VIP. You'll also, by the way, receive a special members-only newsletter and automatically be entered for a chance to win each week's 77WABC VIP prize. Become a 77WABC VIP like me. Yeah. So, we have Satan worship at the Grammys. Whipping women in cages. Where are the feminists, by the way, with that? Where are, seriously, where are the feminists objecting to the images of women being whipped in cages as part of an award ceremony? Nope, they're not going to say anything about it because this is part of what's going on with this sick culture. I mean, look at it. We've got now libraries and schools sending out children, sometimes without their parents' permission, to go see drag shows, with drag performers doing lewd things in front of the children, and the liberals in this country don't say a peep. It's okay. Nope, they support this. Now we have a major network, somebody, and I don't know whether this was run by the network bosses or not, but somebody decides to tweet out, ready to worship, right before or before this performance of this this satanic performance, and there is no other way to look at it. It It was a satanic worship performance. And this is supposed to be one of our defining cultural moments, the Grammys. And now we have a lot of grousing. Beyonce wins, walks home with 32. Can you imagine 32 32 Grammy Awards? And yet there is complaining that there's racism going on here because she didn't win album of the year. And so it's racist. 32 Grammys. There are other artists, many of them who can sing, that never came close to winning 32 Grammys. There are other artists who can compose and sing, and they have never come close to winning 32 Grammys. There are artists who have spent their entire life becoming the best at their craft. They are truly, truly world-class musicians, composers, arrangers, producers, engineers, and they don't come close. And yet we get whining. And then we get this guy that beat up Rihanna When there is a real musician who's honored, Robert Glasper, what does he do? He goes on social media and makes fun of them. Where is the class in that? Where is the class in any of this? I don't know, folks. Different world. Let's head to the telephones very quickly. Rick in Elmwood Park, New York. You're up first on WABC. How are you? I'm doing good, James. How are you doing? Good, thank you. I'd be happy to supply these people with a one-way ticket to hell so they can be happy and they can meet their master. 
I'm assuming this is. Does it surprise you? No, I, I'm. I'm a little bit. I must say, surprised that this would be considered prime time entertainment. Does this devil worship on a major network in prime time surprise you? It doesn't surprise me at all right now after what they've been showing us with the kids in school. And I was also wondering, um, the guy who watched the Oscars, because I, I, I couldn't watch it. It was Golden Globe. The Grammys. The Grammys. Yeah. Did, they, did anybody flash the elite sign with the circle around their eye? Wouldn't know. Because I get, like I told him, I gave up on the Grammys ages ago. Yeah, Rick, thank you. Mm-hmm. one of the elites. Wow. Well, I'm just, I think we should all feel sorry for Beyonce today because after all, poor thing didn't win what she wanted. And so, boo-hoo, wah, 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 wah. I'm only a billionaire and with my billionaire husband and my billionaire kids, I have more Grammys than anybody else. I have, I can go to to the Arab Emirates and command a 20 some odd million dollar paycheck and I can record to my heart's content and win 32 Grammys, but why I'm so unhappy. Why, why, why? John in Staten Island. Very quickly, John, we got to head to a break. How are you, John? Hi. Uh, uh, what I wanted to mention is, you know, it is kind of scary that they're bringing up this stuff on the, the Grammys with uh, the Satan and stuff. I mean, usually if you look at Revelations, before uh, Satan appears, he's going to sh- expose himself. You know, what's the difference? you got a white double Madonna doing this stuff, and um, you don't know. I mean, this could be the thing. Uh, they they want to proclaim it with the, the kids being exposed to all this evil stuff, too. I tell people every week that we are in a battle of good and evil, and we are. And when you see things like this, I mean... CBS would have never dared, dared. Look at it. L- let me just bring this home for a minute. In America today, and then we got to go to a break. In America today, you have these phony sites put up by liberals to suppress conservative journalists because somehow or another they're offended. In America today, you can't tell the truth about a certain pandemic if you're a doctor for fear that your license will be lost. In America today, you can't tell the truth about things that are happening as a result of a medicine that the government has mandated that people take into their bodies or lose their livelihood. You can't do that, or you could be banned for misinformation. In America today, you're not allowed to talk about what actually happens on election day in some places because you will not only be branded a denier, but you will be called a kook. Okay, and people will shun you if you talk about what actually happened in America today. You have drag performers that are being put in front of school age kids, sometimes without those kids permission. In America today, you have children that are being told by their teachers that boys aren't boys and girls aren't girls. You can be anything you want to be. But oops, we're not going to tell your parents. In America today, you can win 32 Grammys, the most ever by anybody, and still be unhappy because those damn racists wouldn't give you the only one that you really wanted. James Golden, a.k.a. Snurdly, on WABC, 800-848-WABC, coming back right after this. 
Talk Radio 77. We get it almost every night. And when that There's a story today at the Daily BS and at American Wire. Blatant anti-white propaganda. Disney and cartoon pushes reparations, says America built on slavery. This country was built on slavery which means slave built this country. Nope, that's not a quote, they say. The story does from Joy Reid or a bumper sticker uh, bumper sticker at a BLM rally. This is a cartoon. It's a Disney Plus cartoon making a lot of people angry. It's in the Proud Family cartoon. Cartoon features uh, children discovering their town was found, founded by a slave owner and then concluding that Abraham Lincoln had no desire to end slavery. There are lyrics to a beatnik as Diddy include, and we, the descendants of slaves in America, have earned reparations and continue to earn reparations every moment we spend submerged in the systematic prejudice, racism, and white supremacy that America was founded with and still has not atoned for. This is in a Walt Disney cartoon. Beverly, Staten Island, welcome. You're on WABC Talk Radio 7. Hello, I'm glad to talk to you. I never talked to you before. You sound really good on the radio, too. Thank you. Um, I just want to remind you, were talking about Beyonce and the boo-hoo-hoo mm-hmm. of not winning album of the year. What about Susan Lucci, who didn't win Emmy for like, I don't know, 20 years for All My Children? Right. And you can... And they, num- they, you can- they, she took it as a joke every year. They were laughing about it every year. Until and you can look one. right, and you can look at any. How about artists that don't even make it up to the stage, and are better musicians, better singers than those that do, and they exist out here. Now, look, nothing against Beyonce. Beyonce is a great musical stylist, and she apparently is a great entertainer, and I sub, I applaud her success. But seriously, you win thirty two Grammys, and all we have to hear about is how miserable you are. Oh, shut up. And spend your billions. Be grateful. Have a little gratitude. I I mean, this is unconscionable. Go ahead. You're right. There's plenty of artists, even movies that never made Oscar that were probably better than the movies that did make the Oscar. You know, there's so much. I know know musicians who devoted their entire lives to to music. And they are better performers, composers, arrangers, they will never get the awards that they deserve just based on the merit of their talent because they don't win a popularity show. But I mean, exactly. this, this whining after being so successful, this whining 
is just unconscionable. Where's and then you have this other one, this 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 guy that beat up Rihanna, and I don't I forget his name, and he's making fun of a guy, pretending that he doesn't exist. I don't even know who he is. Who is he? Well, he's a great musician, and he actually won something you didn't. Where does one uh, the, put their thirty-two Grammys? One has a special wall built for their special Grammys in their multi-billion-dollar mansions. If one is lucky enough to have 32 Grammys, it's amazing. On the stage, the same stage with Smokey Robinson and, 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 and Stevie Wonder, who could smoke her out any day of the week as a, as a musician and what they've gone through in their careers and, and thousands of other musicians. And you're going to sit and whine. Wah! I didn't win article. I didn't win Grammy of my record. Didn't win album of the year. Shut up already. Jim in Oakland, New Jersey. Thank you for waiting. Bo, huh. well, I don't know. What, what was Madonna doing? Is she showing up in uh, season two of the Squid Games? What she was wearing last night? Ooh. <laughs> yeah, that was an interesting choice of an outfit. Look, again, I hate, I hate, hate, hate. Me too. Me too. Going after people on their looks, so I'm not going to go there with Madonna. Only thing I will say, you know, Madonna, no matter what, she's going to be the star of conversation, no matter what. And I guess it was a satanic show because uh, the Prince of Darkness, Ozzy Osbourne, won a Grammy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for the call, Jim. Appreciate you. Arlene in Brooklyn, New York. How are you, Arlene? Hi, James. You are such a wise man. Anyway, I would hope that you would play Billy Eckstein, uh, one of his songs, or Joe Williams, Ooh. And, and show people. I don't what, think they've what a real singer is. They've how about just, a little Johnny Hartman? How yeah, about Johnny Hartman? I love. How him. about I you know what we have here? Exquisite voices. Yes, and then of course there's the perennial Johnny Mathis. But you hear about Johnny Mathis, but you don't hear about Joe Williams or or Billy Eckstein or Johnny Hartman. And I want them to stay um, so that these young people can hear what a voice is, what a song is, what a delivery is. I really want that for them. So I wish you would play as part of Black History. You know what I'm going to do? I will play some Johnny Hartman on if I can get it in the library by Saturday. And oh, and then and Eckstein, I love Eckstein too. But one of my favorite albums of all time is Johnny Hartman and John Coltrane together. Two giants. Oh, I'd love together. that. Oh yeah. what a treat. Well thank so we'll you play so some. much. Thank, thank you. you. James Golden, aka Snurley. Wow, once again already. And we didn't even get to some of the news. Yes, yes, yes. Joe Biden's poll numbers are in the tank. Yes, yes, yes. They're building a wall around DC again. Yes, yes, yes. Record number of Americans say they are worse off than ever before under the Biden presidency. Yes, yes, yes. The DNC has told white people to get to the back of the bus. You people need to vote last and let other states go first. And this is this is what they're running on. They're not running on. We're all Democrats. They are running on racial division. But that said, we'll have time during the week to explore these and other topics. 
thank you for being with us today, my friends. It is Monday. We have a week to go, a full, ha, yes. And it's promising. All the stuff we didn't get to today, we'll get to tomorrow. We'll get through, and of course, whatever happens in the overnight hours. May God bless and protect each and every one of you and your families. Thank you so much for being here. God bless you. We'll see you tomorrow. God willing. Bye. James Golden, known popularly as Bo Snurdly. This is The Rush Hour with Bo Snurdly. Rush. On the Red Apple Podcast Network.